Hey guys, on this week's episode, we are talking about how to burn the most amount of calories. Welcome to Lower the Bar. I'm Jordan, a seven foot tall husband and father of five who used to weigh well over 350 pounds. I've lost and regained weight multiple times until I found more sustainable habits. I'm now down over 75 pounds while balancing a career in leadership and a busy family life. I'm Ryan, I'm a busy dad and I gained a bunch of weight after I got married and managed to lose it all, totaling 40 pounds. And we're on a mission to make weight loss more approachable for busy dads like us. We hope this podcast helps you get unstuck with your health goals and makes weight loss more doable and sustainable. Hello. Welcome to the podcast, Ryan. How are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? I'm doing very well. It is a lovely Wednesday afternoon. Halloween's next week. Spooky. Oh, snap. You got big Halloween plans? No, no. Just taking the kids around the block. (laughs) Yeah, pretty chill. I almost don't, dude, I don't even think about stuff like that anymore until it's like right on top of me. Same. The thought, when was the last time you thought about dressing up for Halloween? I, every year I have a desire to dress up as Walter White and I never do it. Dude, that'd be sweet though. You shave your head? Nah, I probably would just put the hat on and, <laughs> and shave a goatee. Yeah. But every year I've looked up all of the pieces of the Halloween costume for Walter White and I just have never pulled the trigger. That'd maybe be I'll dope. Do maybe I'll do it this year. Here's a, a funny one. I never think about it, but my, I don't know about... The other wives, or if you're a a dad and you're a husband and you have a wife and you're listening to this, my wife, you always have your wife's celebrity crush or whatever that comes up. I feel like all women think about that. And for my wife, it's freaking Chris Hemsworth, Thor from all the Marvel movies. So I always tease her about it. And But at the same time, I've always thought, whenever I feel like I'm like jacked enough, I'm going to dress up as Thor. As a thing, like to to mess with her. This look. If that's what you like, man, like I can get a cape and freaking chest plate. I can't grow long blonde hair though, so I'm stuck there. Yeah, but. just get a wig, dude. Yeah, I'll get a wig. But like as soon as I feel just jacked enough to be popping out of the, the Thor costume, I'm going to do it. That'd be sick. We'll see. Let's get into our topic for today. We're talking about how to burn the most calories. Yeah, I feel like we can talk about two different things. We could talk about how to do it and also like why it's just not important. Admittedly, this title is a little bit clickbait, but let's talk about it. Let's say I'm your client, Ryan. Let's say I come to you and I say, look, Ryan, I know what I'm doing here. I know how to work out. I don't need you to tell me necessarily what to do outside of, I just need you to tell me what is going to, which workout's going to burn the most calories. And that's what I come to you with. My first question is, why do you want to burn the most calories? And let's just role play here. And let's say I'm the obvious answer I think is I want this to go faster. I want to lose weight faster. You certainly can do things to burn calories, more calories, and you will lose body fat a little bit faster. But there are some trade-offs involved with doing that. So number one, it's going to involve more spending more time doing cardio, some type of cardio. Mm-hmm. So it's going to require more time of you, and it's going to require a lot more physical effort from you. And when you do lots of cardio, it's going to increase your appetite and make it a lot more difficult to stick to your nutrition plan. So if you're good with all that stuff and you still want to burn more calories, then I would say look up some intense cardio that you enjoy doing. I am very against people going to these hit classes all in the name of weight loss. We've all seen it. You go to the gym and there's an instructor and they don't let you stop. And you're yeah. dripping sweat when you're done. And they're all screaming in the corner and yeah. listening to trap remixes of Taylor Swift or something and 
Yeah. It's wild. I would back there. I'd like to see data on like how like the results people get from those classes and and how much they keep it off because I I would argue that's extreme. It's an extreme measure. And then there's the flip side of it. The whole point of weight loss is to create a deficit in terms of your energy balance. We've talked about this many times. I don't need to go into it again. The most efficient way to do that is with what you're putting in your mouth, the energy you are consuming, right. not expending. Because you can eat 200 calories of Doritos in literally 60 seconds. Yep. And it'll take you 30 minutes to burn 200 calories. Maybe 20 minutes, depending on how intense the exercise is right. for you. It's going to take so much longer to burn that amount of calories. Right. So why not be efficient and spend time making sure that your nutrition is on point instead of trying to compensate your nutrition with cardio that is going to run your body into the ground and just increase your appetite more? Yeah, I can share my personal experience. There is a direct correlation between the intensity of my cardio and my hunger signals, especially around dinner time. And I can't fight it. I can't deny it. As much as I try to ignore it or just say, oh, don't think about it or whatever. I promise you, if I went for a run in the morning, at some point in the day, my mental, uh, my ability to stop myself will be, it'll be very challenging. And so that's where you enter into what you and I call white knuckle territory, yeah. which is that maybe you can fight that off for a couple of days. Maybe you can just sheer force of will push through that for a couple of days. But I promise you, if you start the plan on Monday, which everybody wants to start on Monday, and you white knuckle till Thursday, Friday is going to be hard. Friday is going to be really hard. And when the when you're having the party at the friend's house or you get invited to the neighborhood barbecue, you're going to come unhinged. And I'm not just saying that because I'm making broad assumptions about everybody. I'm saying based on my experience, based on people I know's experience, you're going to be more prone to see that happen. You can only white knuckle so long. What's the longest you can white knuckle? I don't think very long, right? <laughs> Something has to give. So you think about too, you're more irritable. At least for me, like when I'm white knuckling through something, I'm more irritable. When you're trying to like get a project done against a heavy deadline, when you're trying to do something very taxing, lots of cardio, limiting your calories way too much, you get irritable, you make worse decisions. So something's going to give. You know, you can't just power through. So, so what if you made it through your workout routine and your calorie deficit, but then on Friday you drink more alcohol than you want to because you're trying to cope with it? Or you right. order crumbled cookies at midnight and power through the whole box because you just can't take it anymore. I've been there, dude. I've been at that exact moment. Just wouldn't it be, and, and you, you always make this great point, which is going fast isn't better and going fast takes longer. And the reason that going fast takes longer is because you have to restart so many times and you have to just, <laughs> you just have to go through this vicious cycle where if you just added up all the times you started and stopped and had to start over and instead laid over a moderate plan over that whole thing and used all that time differently, you would have gotten to where you wanted in that same amount of time. It's like when you're teaching a kid about their allowance and like saving money for something. You know, my kids will do this all the time. They'll buy some stupid $5 thing because they don't have the patience to save until they have 20 or 30 bucks. And they don't realize, they can't see that far down the road that it's not that far away, yeah. you know? And so they make trade-offs. And we do that all the time as adults with everything. We make trade-offs because we just can't see it. Yeah, that's such a great point. I just feel like the white, most of the white knuckling is enduring feeling hungry. Oh, totally. You know? Feeling exhausted from your workout and feeling hungry. You have, to be my, you have to be mindful. If you drive a car 90 miles an hour, you're going to run out of gas faster. If you're, especially like if you, 
ever gone like on a road trip. We just did a road trip in our electric car. And if you drive an electric car, first of all, there's what we call range anxiety, where you're worried about making it to the next charging station. <laughs> yeah. But what I learned is that there's a big difference when you're driving on the freeway at 85 miles an hour and 78 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. But there's not a there's not a huge difference in terms of like how much time it'll take me to get there. It's not that big of a difference. But if I just set cruise control to 78 instead of 85, I get a lot more range out of my battery. Totally. I think you have to be mindful of like of whatever weight loss plan you're doing. Like you have to get through several months. This is not a this is not a few weeks. Yep. And if you're doing if you're doing hit classes five days a week, the rubber band's gonna snap at, at some point, guys. You're not gonna make it several months. Some people do because they enjoy it. And I think there's probably outliers for sure. Like people get like high off of doing that kind of stuff. I'm not talking to you. Okay. I'm talking to the people who are so concerned about burning calories because they want to lose weight as fast as possible. Yeah. And I think that there's a, there is a, we want so badly for it to go fast. We just want it to be over with because we perceive the process as painful. Yes. And there's this thing where until your new habits become habits, you're still being emotional about everything. You're still making decisions. You, I don't know how long you need to go eating a certain way before it just feels habitual to you. It's probably different for everybody. There's some science probably that su- suggests something, but it doesn't matter. The point is, is, until you get over the habit hump, you're still making emotional decisions every day about what you're doing, and you're still negotiating with, with yourself. So especially early on, why are you adding another variable to the negotiation where you're just, you're not even coming to the negotiating table with yourself as your best self because you're exhausted and you're putting, you're raising the stakes so high. Put yourself in a moderate deficit. Lift weights a few times a week and walk a little more and let that happen for 90 days, 120 days, and you're going to be a different human being. But you're raising the stakes so high when they don't need to be. You don't need to be having a constant negotiation with yourself because you've just put too big of an expectation out there. Yeah, the habit hump. I love that. That's When you get over the habit hump, that's like pressing the cruise control button. Yeah. You no longer have to think about these things. It's going to do it by itself. Some people describe this moment of once your head gets above the clouds and you have to do all this work, like the rocket has to do all this work to get up there. And then once you're up there, you're like, oh, I see things differently now. And there's things that no longer take the same amount of effort. There's things that habits I have installed, habits you have installed that we don't even think about anymore. But at the beginning, required emotional effort. We needed emotional bandwidth to make decisions that started putting us in a direction. And when you just say, I'm never going to eat sugar again. I'm waking up at 4 a.m. I'm going to be at the 4.30 a.m. hit class. I'm going to run seven miles by noon. Dude, you're just putting this such heavy, it's like strapping that people that run with the ruck packs on. It's like putting the figured, like a metaphorical ruck pack on you. To start at the very beginning, you're not ready. And then someone's carry a hundred pounds with you this whole time. Be reasonable, <laughs> be reasonable, know yourself. And just, this isn't even about you being weak, right? If you listen to David Goggins or something, he's going to tell you, I don't care what, I don't care what kind of shape you're in. Just get up and just do a thousand sit-ups and do a thousand pull-ups and just go. And that motivates some people. 90% of the people listening to this are in a position where <laughs> they just need to begin anything and make it slow enough that they can make good emotional decisions. To be clear, I don't think we're saying don't do cardio. Oh, sure. We're saying that the mindset and the reasons you're doing cardio, they matter a lot. A good reason to do cardio is to be healthy, to 
for heart health, stuff like that. There's obviously lots of benefits to doing that. Find what works for you. Don't do it because you overate last night. Don't run an extra two miles because you had some ice cream the night before. I just think, I just see a lot, so many, especially posts on Reddit of people asking questions and they're in, like nine times out of 10, it's somewhere in their question is, is how many calories they burned or, or how much exercise they're doing is very exercise focused on, on these posts and very little focus on nutrition. We got to flip those. And, and wearable devices, this is not to like slam companies who have designed wearables, but they do understand that there's a human desire to equate movement with better health and equate that with fat loss, that it's movement that gets you to there, right? So I think we incorrectly put these things up too high. We do. We've talked about not leaning on what your Apple Watch says. Yeah. When you go for a walk and your Apple Watch says you burn 700 calories, you didn't. You just didn't. And the quicker you can move past that and just not care what that little screen is saying and just approach it more objectively, focus on your nutrition, the happier you're going to be. Totally agree. Look, guys, move your body in a way that is in line with what you can sustain. We recommend lifting weights a few times a week if you can. It's good for you. It's good for your muscles. It's good for your nervous system. It's going to help you on your weight loss journey by maintaining your muscle mass. We recommend a few more steps. It's going to keep your heart healthy. And every little bit of movement does mean something. And we recommend putting yourself in a moderate calorie deficit and going slow, baby, and just letting it happen. Totally agree. Hope this helps. Hope this helps, guys.